Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I'll tell you, I've been sitting down here for about an hour waiting for Chris to come down, and I'm still waiting, but we're going to get started, and hopefully Chris is going to join us. But at some point, I'm going to be too tired of waiting, and I'm going to have to go to bed, so I'm going to start. He's hopefully going to join us. He actually was down here. We did our sound check, and then Roman started crying, so just the sort of Roman update. I told you guys um, last week that Roman had RSV, which is like a respiratory virus that little kiddos get. And he's doing so much better. But, and I am open to all advice and suggestions right now. I am open to all of it. Um, Since he was sick and he no longer has a cough, no longer has congestion, his sleep has gone total garbage. He was sleeping. For, I promise we'll get to like the stuff he actually came here for. <laughs> just the update. I think Chris is coming down. I just saw him put the baby down on the monitor. Um, but since he got sick, he used to be sleeping from like seven o'clock at night until six or seven in the morning. And I would with one dream feed and no waking up. And now he's been up like every 30 minutes to an hour. It's been absolutely bonkers. So Chris is just putting his, his headset on. Hello. Oh, are we, are we on? We are on. Is this, is this thing working? This thing's working. Let me move it a little closer to your face though. Just a little closer. I was just telling them that like our sleep, he's not sleeping. He's not. Say hi to the people. They've missed you. Hi everyone. I, I, I apologize. I've been gone. I've been on safari the last five weeks. (laughs) Um, she had me tied in the basement. (laughs) <laughs> the fact that nobody here called for help is amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's like you guys don't even really care. <laughs> a lot of people are like, where's Chris? No, uh, we had some questions last week that were kind of about you. And I was just telling people, if you know why our kids stopped sleeping when he got RSV, like help us fix it. Cause I, I'm just, I've been sleeping in a chair. Tough love. We got to go back to the sleep, the sleep, uh, <laughs> practices. Whatever um, what people want to know from you is how was Cabo for you? I kind of gave them my thoughts. Um, Cabo was good. I mean, I, there was it was a very low key, I think, vacation for us. Yeah. Um, we spent most of the time at the pool in these yep. lovely little personal cabanas. Yep. And what was the highlight for you? Um, watching Roman splashing in the pool. You know what's funny is I said that too, but my aside from Row, my highlight was hanging out with Cindy Hints. Oh, she's such a sweetheart. Isn't she? Like, I miss her. If you're listening, Cindy, come visit us anytime. No, I want her to, like, move here. I think we're better off moving there, though, because I don't think she's coming here. I mean, Wisconsin's nice. I know. You have a kiddo in Wisconsin. Wisconsin's How far are they? 30 minutes, an hour, three hours? Two and a half hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, then we had Roman's baptism. We haven't talked to you since that. Oh, my gosh. What in the world is this? What is happening? Um, Okay. Whoops. Well, that's never Hi. happened. 
Don't scare me. Um, highlight for you of Roman's baptism. Um, the Patriots victory. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And yeah, everybody knows we're kind of on the tail end of our husby. I'm recovering from my cold slowly because I'm not sleeping. And I'm recovered. Yeah, Chris got it first and got it mild. And then Roman got hammered and then I got hammered. I, I had a pretty bad cough. For like two days. It was more than two days. I was just hiding it really well. I had it, I had it for about four or five days. I've had it for more than that. Anyway. you're not sleeping. Um, first question. This actually came up last week. Oh, I need to talk about what we're giving away. This week, what are we giving away? We are going to give away um, the GBX protein, your choice of... Damn. You guys just hear the baby start crying? It's Christmas. (laughs) Um, We're going to give away the GBX protein. You choose chocolate, vanilla, or salted caramel. Um, I talked about that the last couple weeks, but I am a huge fan of it. I take it every single day. That's what we're going to give away. Cool. Yeah. GBX protein. Fantastic. Delicious. Your choice of flavor. You want me to start with the questions and come back to this? Okay. So the first question is, this Minneapolis girl noticed the Prince t-shirt. I posted a picture of you. And it prompted a question. What role does music play in your lives together and separately? Do you have a playlist or favorite songs or artists? And what helps to motivate you? Also, it might be fun to hear each of your top five favorite artists, favorite podcasts, favorite genres. Kind of like a Spotify wrapped recap. I already answered this question for me. Um, I said the role music plays in our relationship is we always sing. Yeah, we both really like music and we both like singing. Um, I don't really have a favorite anything. I listen to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you had talked to me 20 years ago, one of my favorite artists would probably be Garth Brooks. He has since fallen off. Um. I mean, I, I, I like Queen, I like Journey, Kenny Chesney, um, The Highwaymen. I, I'm, all, I'm all over the place. It's a super group, country western super group from uh, 70s and 80s and into the 90s. It's uh, Chris Christopherson, Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash. Yeah, it's good stuff. All uh, right. All right, so that's that. Music, yay. You're going to go up? Hakuna Matata. I know that's exactly the only <laughs> song that matters right now is Hakuna Matata, I will which is try and be back, which is Roman's magical song. That's what you need to do is you need to go sing a Hakuna Matata. Chris is going back upstairs. Oh, you guys! <sighs> All right. The next question says, "How do I involve my family in my journey so it's easier and more fun? I'm trying to avoid eating junk when I'm tired." Because my husband and daughter don't listen to me. Let's start with that second part. Trying to avoid eating junk when I'm tired because my husband and daughter don't listen to me. Here's the deal. There's a difference between a solution and a distraction. And this is something that I refer to as emotional maturity, okay? If you are managing a team at work and... Somebody was frustrated that a vendor was really angry, right? Something went wrong with your product. A vendor's really, really angry. So somebody on your team is upset that the vendor's mad. And if their response to that was to go take a four-hour lunch every day, you'd be like, I'm sorry, that's not going to fly and you're not going to keep your job. We cannot let our expectations differ so wildly when it's a professional setting than when it's a personal setting. You'd never let it fly in a professional setting 
The stakes are so much higher in a personal setting when it's your life, when it's your health, when it's your trust in yourself, when it's your confidence, when it's all of these things. Don't confuse a solution and a distraction. Just remind yourself that this is an opportunity to practice emotional maturity, intellectual maturity, okay? When you're upset because they're not listening, you either have to solve that problem or move your attention to something else. Move your attention to something else. But responding in a way that is not only unrelated to the problem, has nothing to do with the solution, and creates a pattern and another problem for you, not emotionally mature, not intellectually mature, not behaviorally mature, that's an opportunity. Now, the first part of the question is, how do I involve my family in my journey? There's a couple ways to go about this, you know, and I don't know what your journey is. I can make some assumptions because you mentioned avoid trying to eat junk, but the first thing that I think is most powerful is to remind yourself that it's okay if they're not on your journey. I don't know if you guys can hear the baby screaming. He's upstairs with Chris, but this is our nights right now. So it's okay if they're not on your journey. Even if you want them to be, even if it would be easier if they are, it's also okay for them not to be. And I believe so strongly that it makes you that much more resilient if they're not. So when I first lost over 100 pounds, my, my husband at the time was not on board with me at all. And I thought that was very hard. And from my perspective at the time, it was very hard. But it was one of the best things ever because what that meant was I got really practiced at having temptation around me because I would be having fish and vegetables and he would bring home Burger King, right? Or any number of scenarios like that. We would go out to eat and he'd have pasta and bread and I would get something without pasta or without bread or whatever it was. It was one of the best things that happened to me because now I feel comfortable in situations when people are eating or behaving or spending in a way that I'm not going to. However, the flip side of that is, you know, have them pick meals. Get a new cookbook and have your daughter pick one night. Have your husband pick one night. Maybe your daughter cooks dinner for you and your husband one evening. That could be a really fun experience or you and she cook something together or you go take a cooking class together or maybe it's some activity that you do together depending on their priorities. If it's not a priority for them, you probably can't expect that they're going to make it a priority because you want them to or because it's a priority for you. But if they're willing to, maybe you go take a hike together. Maybe you do um, a self-defense class as a family or something like that. But the biggest thing I want to say here is it's okay if they're not on your journey. And it's actually really amazing and really powerful for you to be on the journey by yourself because it makes you that much stronger and that much more resilient. Okay. How do I keep going strong even in the long stretches when it seems that nothing is happening or it seems the process is so long to achieve my goal? Example, I'm working to be debt-free and I'm also working to lose weight and keep it off forever. I'm a year into my debt-free journey and have another year to go and I'm eight months into weight loss. I can see the light, but it seems so far away. Set shorter term goals. First of all, in the scheme of things, a year is not a long time at all. Can you guys believe we're at the end of 2021 already? So if you were telling me, oh, it's going to be 12 more years, but 
You can convince yourself that a year is going to go by in a flash because it probably is. How fast did the last year go by for you? But you can also set some shorter term goals. When I was getting out of debt, I had the next goal, my next smallest debt. So when I was starting, my first goal was like a 230 something dollar bill. That was my first goal. And then maybe it went to like 400 or 600. But the goals, yeah, ultimately it was to get out of debt, but I had shorter term goals. And the same thing was true of my weight loss earlier on and now in my postpartum weight loss. Yeah, I want to lose like 50 pounds. But that's not my initial goal. I'm not every day going like, oh my God, it's going to take so long. I'm thinking things like, I want to stick to my plan today. I want to get a workout in today. I want to lose five pounds, things like that. Or I want to fit into the next size down jeans and I have that pair in my room and I know where I stand in them now. So make shorter term goals. It's a powerful thing. Same thing with writing a book. Yes, ultimately I want to write my third book, but right now I'm focusing on chapter four, you know, and I just want to get a really solid draft of chapter four. All right, the next question says, and this is actually the last question. Wow, I thought I had more questions than this. Holy moly, I guess I was, my picker was up. No, actually, there's a couple questions at the, stop, at the start for Chris that maybe we'll get to if he comes back down, but Roman is still crying. I don't know what's up with him. Okay, your next week's meal plan. I don't want to follow it exactly, but I'd love to hear what is your next week's meal plan. It's an inspiration for me to hear how regular people eat. Thanks for thinking I'm regular. And maybe just how much healthier your meals are compared to where I am right now. So first, a word about what meal prep looks like for me personally. And I don't say, Monday, this is what we're having for dinner Tuesday, this is what we're having for dinner. What I do, and I've shared this before, is I have a handful of meals on rotation. I'm not super creative in the kitchen. I don't spend a lot of time in the kitchen. I don't spend a lot of time cooking, but we have some staples and they vary seasonally. So for us, this is winter right now, and it might look different if it was summer. It does look a little bit different in the summer, but my dinner time staples, and I just make sure I always have the things on hand to prepare this every week. Steak. Usually I have steak one night a week with vegetables, whether that's asparagus or broccoli. Those are the typical things that we have with steak. So I make sure that we either have, well, we always have frozen broccoli on hand. If I use it, I buy more the next week and I'll get asparagus if we don't do steak and asparagus one night, I know Chris will cook up the asparagus for himself. The other thing that's a staple at this time of year that wouldn't be in the summer is chili. I do a beanless chili, typically once a week. I have it over or mixed with cauliflower rice. Chris just has it by itself. He doesn't like it with the cauliflower rice. And that is fire roasted tomatoes, a mix of ground beef and ground pork. I could do ground turkey and ground pork or ground turkey and ground beef, but it's usually ground beef and brown, ground pork, uh, fire roasted tomatoes, carrots, um, onions, fire roasted corn sometimes. Chris really likes it with corn. I could have it either way. And then all your spices. I'll mix in cauliflower rice or put mine over cauliflower rice. Chris won't. Another staple for us is spaghetti squash, 
with meat sauce. Meat sauce is really simple around here. Whatever we have for ground meat and tomato sauce, whether that's just fire roasted tomatoes and spices or a jar of sauce. Um, we'll do that with spaghetti squash. I really love spaghetti squash. Chris likes it too. Another staple is chicken thighs. And we'll either do chicken thighs with broccoli or asparagus, or sometimes we'll do like a stir fried veggie, you know, onions, peppers, pea pods, mushrooms. Um, we'll do that with chicken thighs. Or the other day I did um, chicken thighs in the Instapot with stock, just like a bone broth kind of thing, and onion, garlic, rosemary, thyme. We actually had that with leftover cranberry sauce, and it was really good. I couldn't taste much because of this cold that I have, but um, that was really good. Or if we go out, a bunless burger is a go-to with me. In fact, we ordered out the other night. Um, I don't remember why we did that, but I got a bunless burger and sweet potato fries. Every Thursday night, we go out for dinner with our parents and I'm recording this on a Thursday night. I had, we went to an Italian restaurant, which is not ever my first pick, but our first picks weren't options. And I did um, meatballs and a salad. Are there breadcrumbs and meatballs? Sure. Am I worried about it? No, I am not even a little bit. I don't typically do meatballs at home because that's just more work than I care to do. And then daytime staples, dinner aside, I don't plan it but I always have on hand shredded cabbage because I'll do my cabbage salad bowl that's up on my blog if you haven't seen that. Every single day, I do a green protein smoothie. That recipe is also on the blog. So for that, I have my protein powder, my powdered probiotics, unsweetened almond milk, frozen cauliflower rice, spinach. Um, leftovers are always a daytime go-to for both of us. And then often we'll just do bacon and eggs. That's what I did last night. Um, I often have like frozen um, organic breakfast sausage. So I have chicken and apple sausage in the freezer or just traditional. And sometimes I'll do that with some scrambled eggs. So that's what it looks like for me. I think for you, it has to start with, what do I really love? And you might say, well, I love pizza and Chinese food. Okay, well, how can we make that incrementally better? And maybe at the start, it's, I'm going to have two pieces of pizza instead of six pieces of pizza. Or Maybe it's, I'm going to have one piece of pizza and I'm going to have a big salad or something like that. Like there's a million ways to do it, but that's how you have to think about it. And Chris just came back. The baby is down. Hello, Allegedly, sir. your ball is on my cord. Oh, sorry. Can you get it up? Lean back the other way. No, backwards. You got to go backwards. Oh. There we go. Hi. Hi, everyone. It's been a night, huh? It has been a night. With this little monkey. Um... Hey, the last question that we skipped over is actually for you because I answered it last week when you weren't here. So somebody said, I think you met online dating. Mm -hmm. And we did. We did. Any fun stories or tips for online dating? You know what story I told them last week? Can you guess? Um, the second date. <laughs> the parking. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> parking free. should be free when you're staying in a hotel or someone is staying in a hotel. <laughs> someone. Someone. You not you. Um, any fun stories from our online dating that aren't like terribly incriminating about me? I don't think there's any incriminating dates about you. I mean. Any funny stories you can think of from when we were dating? There's the time that I had like seven espressos and stayed up all night. It was 11 espressos. Oh my gosh. I was trying not to drink, you guys. Like I was trying to quote, like be healthier and not drink all night because so Chris she, and his buddy were drinking. So she tried to OD on caffeine. I didn't even think about it. It was so mindless. We were watching a football game. I'm like, I'll have another espresso. And then I was literally up miserable 
all night long because I couldn't sleep and I wanted to sleep. It was terrible. I slept fine. Yeah, and, and that made it worse. <laughs> what any other any funny um, stories you can think of? I can't think of a single one. No, I don't Is think that we're, like, we're not funny. No, like we just had nice dates. They nothing weren't goofy, funny, nothing over though. the top. They were just nice dates. You can't think of a single like. Funny I mean, story. other than me assuming parking was free, but actually having you pay for parking. Oh, that's pathetic. It's not pathetic. It is. We don't it have anything isn't. funny. Me assuming parking was free is pretty funny. Uh, uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. I mean, I dressed up at a very fancy Christmas party in like a onesie. At Jerry, Jerry Doherty's, yeah. Yeah, because his family friends have like a very, very like ritzy high class thing. And he has this Christmas suit. That's a really good looking suit, but it's Christmas, right? It's a Christmas theme. It's like blue. And he had me get from Target a llama onesie and wear it to this party. And I was like so embarrassed, so embarrassed. Oh, your son knows you're back. It was a Christmas llama drama. No, No drama llama, Christmas llama onesie. Oh, and with that, we need to announce our winner because this child of ours just does not want to sleep. Okay, the winner, you get to choose GBX Protein, the only protein out there that supports your microbiome because it's got lots of prebiotics in it. You tell me if you want vanilla, chocolate, or salted caramel. Email me, elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Include your mailing address so that I can get it out to you. And uh, you can win next week. You can win by leaving a review of this podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, by leaving a review of either one of my books, Chasing Cupcakes or Tools for the Trenches, on Amazon, or by posting on social, including an episode of this podcast that you love or that you're listening to, and we give something away every week. On to the screaming child. Everybody have an amazing day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.